I am Gaima, and you have arrived. Welcome. Spend some time. distancing real happy hour like this is the original chocolate thunder guys christina jovan and Kristen in transit are joining me today in person we're drinking a classic margarita um yes social distancing bottles um there's also some chips and salsa. You guys are more than welcome to partake from where you're at. Um, our guest is going to be joining us shortly, so welcome. Ooh. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, hi, hi. My mama on there yet? I don't, I don't see her yet. We should be like, where you at? Where you at? Right, right. Next to where we at, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you like Karen. You messing up the schedule. Right. Mom, you messing up the schedule. Mm. Today we're going to be um, hula hooping with the hula extraordinaire. It, first of all, it looks like it's about to rain. I hope it doesn't. If it does, we're just going to run to the front porch because that's covered. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Hopefully I don't trip on my pants. But it's not gonna rain. Those are Jesus pants. You'll walk on the water. I will walk. I will walk on dollars. Walk on. Um Koku has this aunt that says, I don't I don't have change. I don't use coins. I walk on dollars. <laughs> she literally does not use quarters, nickels, dimes. Oh, like, wow. I was like, goals? Right. She goes, what? Uh, right. I will give you a roll of, of, of quarters in a second. In a second! In a second! Here you go. This means something. <laughs> <laughs> this means something. Please, 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 please. Ten dollars and quarters. Oh my gosh. Mm. Anyway, how was you guys this week? What's today? Thursday? All day. My week has been busy. Back to back Zoom calls, like, literally all day. Yeah. I'm sorry. Here. Cheers, Kristen. Mm, my week. My week has been cool. Just been painting in the garden. The mannequins. Oh my god. So, are you getting commissioned? 
now? Because people are, people are asking me to do mannequins. Are you going to finally say yes? Yes, I'm. I, but I'm not doing commissions. I am just going to do art, and then if somebody wants it, they can buy it. Because unless somebody is willing to pay upfront what it is I'm asking for, because I don't think they realize how much time. work and time and materials go. It's so that. detailed. Mm -hmm. Like when I grow up, I want an I'm young mannequin. Okay. I really do, and I was, but I don't even know yet how I would want it to be designed, like the paint or whatever. But I know that I, we need that in our life. So yeah. Oh my God, our guest is here. Hi. There you go. Okay. So let us know when you're ready and we will um we'll beam you in. Were you guys with me when I met her? Okay, so I think that was the year after that you guys were at Afropunk. Let me see. This stuff buzzing by my ear. Uh, mom is still not on. Your mom. Oh. Okay. Hi, I think I just requested you to join live. I don't know if you got it. There you go. Wow. Hello. Hi. 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 You're like the little star. We're such famous. <laughs> Who's on Sorry, I'm still figuring out this camera. I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Are you looking for the light? Huh? I said, are you looking for the light? I I have my phone on like a tripod thing, and mm -hmm. I wanted to set it down. I hear so you. I am set. Cool. Well, welcome to Happy Hours. Are you drinking at all? Um, I'll be drinking water. <laughs> we, we are for water. We're just not doing that today. <laughs> right. We're not doing that today. So I want to introduce you to um, some fellow fans of yours. Um, Chris, this is Kristen. And this is Christina. I'm not going to call them by their IP names because that's weird to me. Um, but we brought our hula hoops because, yeah, 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 we feel it. So we wanted to just drink and converse with you beforehand, and then we'll get into some hula. -ing. Yes, I'm going to go grab my, grab my beverage of choice. There you go. There you go. So... Where are you exactly? Because all I see is like colors and light. Are you, are you on, are you, well, first of all, how's COVID treating you? COVID's treating me fine. It's, it's chill. It's been chill. Okay. Um, <laughs> so thankfully I haven't encountered it, nor has anyone who I know really encountered it much either okay very good grateful for that. Um, are you on the west coast yeah i'm in los angeles ah okay we are by coastal today damn there does the midwest count there's no coast there's, there's there are little coasts in the midwest because i grew up in michigan and it's surrounded okay. by lakes 
So okay. we still have hella beaches, so are just not soft water. Absolutely. So we are we are in Ohio. So we are um, your rivals, I guess. Yeah. I do not participate in that shit. <laughs> I do not. No yes. So how's how's LA as far as um, like the vibe and the atmosphere right now? Right now, um, it's definitely. So when COVID first hit, it like it just felt vacant, you know, like there, all the horrible LA traffic was completely gone. Mm. You know, you know, of course you could only really go to the grocery store and like the grocery store and yeah, the vibe was definitely very like sullen. Like it was just no, no joy anywhere. Right. Um, now a lot of the traffic has returned like a lot of the smaller businesses are opening back up like i'm back working at the cafe i work at mm -hmm. uh, but it's still like it's not 100 percent, but it is more a little more lively nice so. okay all right um as far as i mean because you're an entrepreneur how mm -hmm. has how has that been for you during this period um it's gotten really busy honestly nice yeah like tons of people ordered hoops are still ordering hoops mm -hmm. so both like, quarantine and i think quarantine people were like oh my gosh like i need something to do okay <laughs> so they're buying hoops and then um when all the riots and protests started mm -hmm. a lot of people were like um promoting black artists yeah and there really aren't that many black hoop makers. There's like me and a handful of other people. And so I definitely got a lot of like business boost from that. Okay, very cool. Um, I think you're the only one in life that I have ever come across. How do you guys find each other? The internet. <laughs> I got yeah. it. Yeah, okay. so back in... Um, I don't even know what year it was. The she actually joined the the interview down here, the live Arvelin. She was like the first black hula hooper I had ever seen online. Oh wow. And, okay. Yeah. And she's the one who um we partnered with to bend at Afropunk where I met you. Okay. And so um, there was like a Facebook group for black hula hoopers at the time. It's like less active now, but like a lot of us found each other through there. Okay. Through Instagram, hashtags, all that. That's dope. That's dope. Um, how long have you been hula hooping? Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful bird. Um, so I made my first hula hoop in 2010. Okay. So yeah. a decade, at least. Yeah, about a decade. But I, I feel like I didn't really start hula hooping then. Like I made some because I wanted... I was like lightly interested. Really? But I like wanted one to have and I would use it here and there and then I made some for my family and friends. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really get into it until like a few years later. Oh, okay. I've been like a hula enthusiast since I was a child. Um, I did it as a kid. Like I have no memories of hula hooping as a kid. Really? What about you guys? How long have you been hula hooping? 
Because I, I know, yeah, elementary school. Yeah. That's really cool. That's very interesting. So, like, if we would have just stayed on the course, we too would have been hula You can get back anytime. It's not too late. <laughs> I'm like, we too could have had a whole entire path and career in hula hooping. Damn. It, it's 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 too late for me. Um, I'm just a, a fan and a hula enthusiast. Um, but I'll leave that to you guys. So I mean, often when you post, you're not just hula hooping, but you're also roller skating. Mm-hmm. How like the amount of hand coordination, body like, who are you, sis? Who are you? <laughs> You're funny. Um, Like how? So I always tell people that I think it's, so with combining both of them, Mm -hmm. LA, I started roller skating like in a serious way. And and that was almost three years ago. And at that point, I had already, um, like I was already really into hooping. Like I felt really comfortable inside of my hoop. So it was like second nature. And then skating was like a little more awkward because I had just started like sure I like skated as a kid here and there but not really mm. regular like I maybe went to the rink once a year as an adult um before I moved to LA wow. so when I got here she met one of my first time I went to Venice Beach I met someone and she skated up to me and she was like can I borrow your hula hoop and I was like, sure. <laughs> and so she started skating and hula hooping with it. And I'd been wanting to combine the two forever. So I was like, oh, my God, she's doing exactly what I want to be doing. Wow. And that's when I started going to the skate circle at Venice. And so I really focused on skating by itself, too, so that I could be comfortable with both. So, like, a lot of times, like, I just practice skating and, like, I'm not, I'm not hooping at the same time. So I focus on both separately, and that way it's easier to, like, bring them together you got you mm-hmm. how how often like um <clears throat> a week do you find yourself practicing Ooh. huh it really depends because with hooping i've gone through phases mm-hmm. um, it'll be funny too because like i'll be like maybe making just like hundreds of hoops in like a few months but like i don't actually take the time to have hoop sessions myself so like beginning of quarantine I was doing a lot of hooping lately I would say like maybe once or twice a week okay I haven't really been doing long sessions so I've been like itching to get back into that but I definitely skate on a weekly basis hi Felicia hi Blake hi everyone my mom's in here oh my god oh my god someone's mom's joined (laughs) hello we always have a mom on (laughs) I gotta have a mom. <laughs> mom. They keep us, you know, on track. We kind of curse your mom. Don't judge us. Welcome. What? We curse sometimes. And by we, oh. mean me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, so, so, okay. So I I would say like for me these days when I hula it is for the purpose of exercising. Um, would you guys agree? 
like when you hula yeah, is it exactly what it's for yeah um but you're like do you hula for the purposes of exercising or just because of the inner child and being in touch with fun <laughs> i feel like it's so many reasons it's hardly ever just it's hardly ever exercise to me like i don't i don't gravitate towards exercise for me it's like okay. it's play but then sometimes it's also training like if i have a performance coming up like i block out a section of time and i'm like okay i'm gonna choreograph this i'm gonna figure out like mm -hmm. what tricks i'm doing i'm gonna really like clean and train those specific movements you know so like sometimes it's more structured okay um, if i am approaching it from a fitness place sometimes i'll do different stuff than i might do if i'm just like you know, doing it for the look or the performance. Sometimes I just want to flow. Sometimes I just put on music and I just go at it and don't think about anything and just get really sweaty and happy. Yeah, um, it's, so it's like, it's cathartic. It can just be like really expressive. It can be light and playful. It can be social. It can be like a solo activity. So it's, it's okay. versatile. The last time that we together was like, two too fucking long ago um we had we had an event like a backyard event this is before quarantine just because this is the type of stuff we do and um we did like a, a laughing yoga and hula combination do you do events like private events where people will invite you to like have you kind of coached people through how to hula and things of that nature? Yeah, definitely. I love um, my uncle's on here too. Hey, Uncle Dick. Oh, <laughs> Welcome, guys. <laughs> uh, I definitely love events. I've done, I'm trying to think. The last event I did in LA, I believe, was Summit 21. So if you know of 2190, um, they had like a big conference. Um, and so I was there with my hula hoop. So like during the breaks in between speakers, like I would just encourage people to hoop and to play. Um, and then sometimes I get brought on like as a specific like instructor workshop. Like I've done like a yoga festival in Michigan. Um, just like different pop-ups like in different events so sometimes i'm either like selling hoops too or i'm just like providing an activity teaching class. Yeah, yeah very cool you guys have any questions so far i'm just so intrigued give me the question by the hula life um <laughs> what is the most embarrassing hula like moment that you've had Embarrassing who a moment? Because we were just talking about that. Oh, you gotta tell my story. <laughs> I think should tell your story. I like oh, actually, I, I it was Black Joy Parade was the last event I did. Felicia Thank just Black Joy Parade up in Oakland. Oh, I heard that was yeah. so beautiful. It was uh, beautiful. Yeah, wasn't that in? Was it in February? It was in February. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that that was in February. Yeah, one of my friends that is out there, he's um, a really, really amazing photographer. And he was telling me about that event. Um, and then weeks later, COVID interrupted all of our lives. Yeah. But yeah. 
we were talking about so there's like studies basically that sh that uh dig deep into how creative people or people who who at least gravitate towards creativity most mm -hmm. people do in general when they're children <laughs> and usually there's some sort of uh life event that happens either in elementary but typically middle school because you know middle school kids are like the cruelest and yeah and so we were just talking about how christina had a moment where i think you should tell you her i think you should i really think you should tell her Okay, so they're making me share my traumatizing. We want her to push past this, so we're going to push together. So this is my hula hoop story. So, okay, when I was in elementary school, I was probably like in fourth grade, and uh, we were having a building. So we were, like, preparing for building. So that we were having a hula hoop contest. So I, the whole week I was preparing, you know, in gym class, hula hooping on the playground, you know, just my hula hoop game was Good, like I was, I was able to pull the hula up. So yeah. moment I got to the um the competition, I think my hula hoop spun one time and then it fell. <laughs> so I was so sad because I had worked so hard. <laughs> and I feel like it crushed her hula dreams. That oh, moment yeah. crushed her hula <laughs> dreams, and she has not like hula in a group setting or before people. Ever since, <laughs> only I've only hula hoop. So I used to be a teacher, a preschool teacher. So I've only hula hooped amongst like my four year olds. <laughs> and they count. They don't count. You know they're the harshest. You know, <laughs> honest, so they count. That's true. They 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 can. They are. They will call you out directly. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. So when so when are you gonna move past this? Uh, okay. This yeah. trauma, this so trauma. we push through that trauma today. So they're making me play yeah, push through today. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we have three hula hoops with us. Um, I like I said, this exercise thing is real for me. So I actually have a weighted hula hoop. Um, okay. And then I have the hula that you custom made for me. I love it so much. It actually hangs in my um in my workshop. I have like a a, work, a home like sewing workshop for I'm young, and um, it hangs on the wall because it actually coordinates with one of our pieces that we made. So right, right. yeah, so it's like a it's like a hula shrine. But I brought her out today for this yeah. occasion. Very important. So yeah, so we're definitely gonna want to hula. Can you hula where you are? Yeah, um, I have another. So, like, I just moved into this apartment this month. So, I was trying to like dodge the areas where there's just like <laughs> a bunch of stuff. boxes. Yeah. But I do have another area that I can set up and we can hula together. <laughs> okay, very cool, very cool. So, we'll do that in a little bit. Um, one of oh, my friends, uh, Kristen has a question. Do yeah, Kristen. Do you hula hooping with fire? Do I hula hoop with fire? Yes. I do. I haven't done it in forever. Because I'm afraid of setting California on fire. You actually said yes. How do you do that? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> You're like, you actually said yes. Um, um, I wish I had my spokes. So basically a fire hoop. Um, I need to get a hoop as an example. So let me, let me get up. 
Oh my god! So, then I'm gonna run and get um a lighter. Speaking of fire, because we're speaking of fire, we're not going to do that with you. You're the expert. <laughs> um, but we are going to make sure that these mosquitoes don't touch our melanation. I'll be right. Yeah. Check the melanin. Like this, I actually have um these spokes that attach to it. So like. I need three. I need three arms. So if you could imagine, like the spoke would point out like this from the hoop, and at the end of the spoke, there's a wick, and you would soak the wick in fuel, um, and then spin out any excess fuel. There's like there's all these safety precautions you got to go through. You got to have the safety to, you know, have the fire blanket ready to put you out in case you catch on fire. But yeah, you basically you would soak those wicks. So I have four wicks right now. And then you light them up, and you spin, and your heart beats all fast. <laughs> I was just about to ask you if you ever get scared when you're doing that. Oh, I was um, I was terrified at least the first five times. Okay. Yeah. Have you and ever actually, almost caught on fire? Have I what? Almost ever caught on fire? No, um, I would say the scariest thing that happened was, um, so, I mean, when I first did it, I only lit one spoke on someone else's fire hoop, and that was, like, scary enough, and then slowly I progressed into, like, having my own fire hoop and my own wicks, but I would say in those first few times, one time I brought the hoop up to my shoulders, and I was chest hooping, right? Oh and normally when I chest hoop, you know, I'm just like, my face is here, but I didn't think to like lift my head. So when one of the spokes came close to me, like I felt the fire like dry out my nostrils. That's <laughs> <laughs> dangerous. Let's not do that again. <laughs> I'm taking over the fact that she said yes. I feel it's going to though. How how long have you been like what made you decide yes I will have rings of fire around me yes cuz that's um, giving, you're giving me game of thrones the entry like the <laughs> I um you know I saw other people doing it and it just looked amazing and I was like I want I just want to have that experience like there wasn't a lot of thought I was like, I need to, I need to do that. I need glasses. I will, I will set you on fire, you know? Set you on fire like her hula. Um, wow. This is better lighting. But yeah, it's, it's terrifying, but it's like a good learning experience. So like, so it's like an adrenaline high. Yeah, definitely. And you have to, I feel like with fire hooping too, you have to relearn everything you've learned so far because because you have these like spokes on the edge of the hoop, you can't always grab the hoop in the normal way that you would if it didn't have any spokes. Oh. So you can still do a lot of the same movements, but you have to like retrain your brain to know that like, okay, there's a spoke here and a spoke here. And like I have to grab it in this way to do. So that's, that's like an extra level of, of like concentration. Do you do do you do the hulaing with the fire when you're on skates? I haven't yet, but I should. This is not a challenge. 
I just want to know <laughs> what level of crazy are we tapping into here? My mom is leaving. Bye, mom. Bye, mom. Bye, thanks, mom. thanks for stopping by, mom. She teaches piano, so she's got some students she's got to teach. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, so... So you're not you're not hooling with fire on skates yet. Not yet, no. Okay. Uh, I think it'd be fun. So like I used to do more uh fire hooping in Michigan because it was you could be more casual with it. Okay. Because it's just like oh no, I have eye makeup. Um you know, it's very green there, it's very lush, kinda like where you are. You don't have to worry about like dry grass mm. so there is like a club yeah. here burn club that i think i'm gonna go to once it starts up again but i just get nervous with california you're not just supposed to have like fire here and out and the california out. fires we don't need you to be a headline sis no. <laughs> we don't need you to be a headline not for that all good things all good things there is one beach though that you can um you can have fire at so i'd like to do that one Wow. I can't skate on the beach, not on the sand. That is amazing. Such a good question. <laughs> I don't even think dangerously, so that never would have crossed my mind, but this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People set all kinds of things on fire. Apparently. I just I stick to my cigars and um the mosquito candle. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> My my friend Nika says everything is a matchbox. I, okay, I, she's also a dangerous one. We'll watch her. Is she also? <laughs> are you also a hula girl? What's happening? Okay, so yeah, let me ask you this. Nika is the history. The history mm-hmm. of hula hooping. Is it true that it originates from Hawaii? Hawaii? I haven't heard that. To be honest. Um, I mean, they're Native American, like, indigenous to this land, hula hoopers. They don't call them hula hoops, um, but it's just, like, hoop dance. They tend to use, um, like, smaller hoops that are, like, they're not as big as, like, a waist-sized hoop, and they use multiples of them, so they will make all kinds of shapes, and there's a lot of symbolism and story in their dance. Gotcha. Um, There's this one guy on Instagram. He goes by Notorious Cree. Cree is spelled C-R-E-E. So if you look him up, he's got some dope stuff. Um, Following him next. I don't know anything about Hawaii. Uh, I feel like hula hooping probably, or like some kind of circle, dancing with circles just exists in a lot of places. Like people said they've seen like people playing with circles and like egyptian art like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. such a simple thing you can make out of like wood or reeds or just any natural material that's like it's got to have existed in plenty of cultures and i don't know right if we have documentation so okay what do you think is like um as you as you you know kind of moved into this space i i would say from my perspective you're like my hula influencer, if you will. Do you consider yourself to be... Okay, so let me tell you when I knew that you were like... Besides meeting you in person, because this is the one thing. I can't stand when people, like, they don't 
necessarily acknowledge someone's greatness until they see something on Instagram, even though they know them and they've seen them in person. So, you know, we were super excited when we met you at Afropunk and mm-hmm. we were like, oh my God, they're black. And they just were like, oh my God, you know, so that, that was just very different. But that's the one of the beautiful things about Afropunk. You get to meet so many different creatives that are highly melanated and not afraid to just be like creative in their own way, like unapologetically. Mm-hmm. So I knew you were already dope. But then I saw... What is her name? Shaman Josie? Is that her name? The South... Is that how you pronounce Shomo Josie? Mm -hmm. The South African artist repost... Shoma Josie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Repost you hulaing to her song, and I almost passed out. (laughs) I I was like, we know the same person. Oh, my God. She's... Oh, my God. I almost passed out. And I love yeah. her. I love her. I love her. I did not expect that at all. Like, that was a really random video I shot. Like, I had just heard a song by her. Like, I had just gotten introduced to her, like, a few days earlier, her music. Really? Yeah. And so I was listening to it. And I used to work as a pedicab driver on the beach, which is, like, the bike taxi. Oh, nice. The bench the yeah. Yeah. I would have my hula hoops with me. And it was just, like, a slow day. And I wanted to break. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to, I think I was teaching a class that night. So I was like, I'm going to shoot a little video, upload it to Instagram and, you know, announce my class. And I think it was like the next day I had like, I logged on Instagram and had like a hundred new followers. And I'm like looking at these people and I'm like, these are all Africans. Okay. These are all <laughs> South Africans. <laughs> then, I, then I, saw <laughs> I saw it reposted on her page and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, that was, it was dope to see. I think I I basically came across her music probably like a week or two weeks after that happened. For okay. You. And uh-huh. so the whole John Cena, I think that's when that had happened. I was like, who is, who is John, who, first of all, who is John Cena? That's, I just be in my own world so I just you know went and did my little research and then I was like oh she really I didn't know who he was until this song and then I realized you know her whole catalog I was like oh she's great let me add her to my list and then yeah. I was like let me see what she's like on insta and then I go to her uh instagram page and then I see you and I was like oh, oh my god <laughs> it is. I find it. Um, it, it's been a while. It's it's not like recent. Recent. I want to say maybe like January this year. January. Yeah, like okay. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I follow her. I discovered uh, her. And she was at Afropunk Atlanta uh, last October. Was she? So I discovered her in October, and I follow her, but I didn't see that. So I'm trying to figure out where oh, I need, how yes. far I need to go down. It's like how back, how far back do I need to search? Because I actually was going to use that post to um, to showcase the fact that you were coming on today, but I I, I was so enthralled by the roller skating and hooling. I, I was like, oh girl, give me life. Okay, I let's know. do this. Yes. So I was excited. Very I excited. Had, 
And for some reason, I thought she was going to be here. Oh, no. I was like, oh. <laughs> One day I'll have a budget to fly you out so you could roller skate on my deck. But <laughs> <laughs> if your deck's smooth, it has to be smooth. It has to be real smooth. It's okay. Still... So we wanted to, We are you guys, are you guys down for the hooling? Okay. Are you are you ready on your end? What do we got Can I can I tell you about this hoop first though? Yes, because that's your that's your newest release, correct? Yes. Please so me, give us the juice. Give yeah. us, give yeah, us the juice. She's still on here. She was here. Um so Nicole, aka Black Girl Hooping. Mm. Um, she she hit me up one day and she's like, I have an idea. And I was like, Great, we always share ideas. And um she wanted to make hoop that was the color of the Pan-African flag. Okay. So Very nice. Black and green. Um, and she wanted to do it as a fundraiser. So what we're doing with this hoop is it costs more than my other hoops, so it's a little pricier. But half of that cost, um, $35, is going to a Black organization each month. So each month we're going to pick a different Black organization that we want to donate to. That's so nice. Yeah. That is so nice. I'm going to post it after this and share with everyone. Do yeah, you have, yeah. are you are you hooping with that in um the video that I posted? Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. And also the other cool thing is I opened up the option for this hoop. Um, if people want to buy, like purchase it and like have part of it go the donation, they can also donate the hoop to another hoop or two. Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah, so I have a form for black aspiring black hula hoopers if they feel if they've been wanting to get into hoop dance mm -hmm. and um, like buying a handcrafted hoop is not in their budget, they can send me this application. Then when I get the donated hoops, I'll match them up with someone who needs one. That's the nice. So your reach, like, are you, where do you find um, that you get most people that are, are, you know, Black hula enthusiasts, where are they in the country? In the is country? there like a pocket or is it kind of just spread out? Oh my. Um, it's pretty spread out, but I would say it's it's usually the major cities because when I now I'm getting a more diverse collection of business, but for the most part, when I started selling hoops online, mm -hmm. it was to like the other black hoopers I knew, and then a little bit of like Hadia, Dia Barbell, her market. They were mostly in like New York and Georgia, so it's a lot of times it's like that area. It's like Georgia, East Coast, sometimes the Midwest, and then a little bit in California. So. Okay, I would have thought it would have been more like a Cali type of vibe. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think that's cool. I'm wondering once um, we get past what I call the season of COVID and um, we're able to, you know, really kind of travel freely and so on and so forth without all these like concerns, restrictions, quarantines, so on and so forth. Um, where where do you believe like you'll spend your time, you know, um, sharing like what you do? Yeah. Where will I spend my time? Hmm. It's probably like where I'm called. 
I mean, I do love being here. And like pre-COVID, I had actually stopped. Not completely stopped, but like I wasn't traveling as much. You know, like I would, I was concentrating on finding events that I could be a part of here in Los Angeles. And okay. like I love being able to skate weekly with my skate family. Um, but I definitely see myself going back to Michigan sometimes. Um, I actually teach with like a circus group uh, and we do artist residencies in the high school. So like in the past few years, I've gone to Utah, gone to Memphis, I've gone to Michigan and I teach with this group. I teach hula hoops. So I travel with them. I'd love to go back to um, Spain. I went to a skating festival there and I'd love to go back to that. That was fun. And on my list of like places I haven't been to yet, I want to I want to go to South Africa. Okay. Especially especially Afropunk that would be fun, but I want to meet all the skaters there and see if there's hula hooping. Um I'd love to go to Cuba and I'd love to visit Ghana too. I have a hula hooping friend in Ghana and she's like she's bringing what she knows there and like merging it with the whole like music scene. So that's well, really We we'll cool. definitely have to talk because my sister is in Ghana. Um okay. Yeah, because Africa needs hula hoops, big time. I believe so. I um, When we were there, that was literally, I had two things that I really missed the most um, as far as like material things. One was my sewing machine and the second was my hula hoop. Uh. Yeah, so if they, if somebody would have showed up with a hula hoop, like, yeah, you go. I literally probably would have cried. It would have made my whole trip. So, yeah, I think that's something that, that it's just I had I I didn't see it. I didn't see it, and we did you know a total of eight countries. So there's definitely more than eight countries on the continent, but I just did not see that. And I wish I would have seen something along those lines. I think I think the, the kids would just love it the way that I loved it as a kid. I don't know. I mean, I'm an African child. You know, just stuff over here. And I loved it. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, look up um, Hula Hoop Ghana on Instagram. Okay. That's what you're doing stuff. Um, Do we have yeah, I think everybody we're following. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we have, what's the guy's name? Cree? Notorious Cree. We have Hula Ghana. Is it Hula Ghana? Hula Hoop Ghana. Um, you have to chase down Shoman Joji's um, post of her. What else? Who else would you recommend? Like hoop related? Yes. Hoop related. Um, oh my gosh, there's so much. You should you should definitely follow Black Girl Hoopin, who I'm collabing with for this. Okay. There's so many. There's so many black hoopers who are doing the thing. Uh, I'm a certified hoop yogini teacher. So that's like a combination of hula hooping, hatha yoga, mindfulness meditation. And a black hooper woman, she is the one who created that program. So, well, she's a yogi as well. Oh my God. Yogi's United. (laughs) Wait, so repeat that. Because I don't think I've ever even heard of that before. Yeah, so Hoop Yogini is a 
um, a combination of hula hooping, hatha yoga, and mindfulness meditation. And I got certified to teach it in, oh my God, when was that? 2014, 2015? So you have to be like amazingly coordinated and super chill and spiritual. Like you, like you have to coordinated to spiritual, yeah. The coordination part is where I feel like my struggle would be. I don't know. But with the with this program, it's you don't really have to have experience in either like yoga or hooping to really get a lot from it. Because with some of the poses, you're really just like using the hoop as a prop, the same way you might use like a yoga strap. So it's it's really accessible. Are there online classes available? Yeah, yeah. She has an online course you can buy. That's how I got into it. Actually, was online. Okay. Um, and yeah, she has different different features coming out. Like sometimes she does challenges. We just did one earlier uh, in June. This is so. Cool. I'm so fat. Are you fascinated? Because I'm totally like, I'm a nerd. I'm nerding off of this. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Okay, ladies. So we're gonna um, we're gonna we're gonna social distance as much as we can. Okay. And um, get this this hooping going. How are we doing? We have about fifteen minutes left before oh, wow. um, Instagram, you know, does petty things and. Stuff. So, well, I was thinking that we could, I think we technically have enough space. Um, oh, yeah, we can move that. Are you shifting on your end as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay, or, I don't know, do you guys want to go into the grass? I thought that's what we were going to do. We can go into the grass. Now, you guys, this is my custom hula hoop. So, I'm so like, I brag about it. I tell people, do you have a custom hula hoop? You probably don't. <laughs> well, I do. You probably don't. See, I had another one before this that was purple that got left at Gaima's house. My house? A long time ago. Oh, my it's God. The you were using. And you, you know good and well that that is um, gone. G-O-N-E. Gone. I have one in Georgia. Okay, so... Mine is like heavy, but you want to yeah. want the heavy one or the light one? No, this is fine. Are you sure? Christina's hitting me. Um, 
You guys so were listening. Like it's a little too light. Mine is. Yeah, I mean, Mine you're is both, a weird like, one. both it's keeping it up. So I would say if you want to feel more powerful in it, concentrate on your connection to the ground. So like lower your center of gravity, really like press through your feet and push. I got on heels. You got some heels. I have on heels. Okay. Can we all take a moment to just look at her heels? Do you see the glory in... And and the tassels on her cute, super cute shoes. She did this to hula hoop, guys. FYI. I love the pearls, like the mask, the pearls. She's giving us life. She's giving us life. Effortless hula You want to switch it to this one? Because this one's so much lighter. Yeah, this is is my arm. Don't, if you're going to try and wear a crop top. You need to do this first. <laughs> so this is what I use to get my life together before I head out the door and stun. Or before I come on the gram and stun. <laughs> I feel like when you met me, I was using a, another version of this. I used to have one that was like multicolored. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the flow. Look at the flow. So what tips would you give those that are watching that are interested in moving? I would say the tip I give most often to people, um, a lot of people assume that you have to make a circle with your hips. Uh-huh. And that's very false. What you're doing is you're pushing two directions. So you're either pushing forward and back. Or maybe you're pushing side to side, whatever feels more natural for you. I think I side to side. I was going to say, what am I doing? Let me get conscious. Can you tell what we're doing? You look like yours is, you, you're doing a little bit of a diagonal. You're like scooping in the front, right? Because I just I feel would, like, I feel like my, my butt controls what I do. <laughs> um, I would say um, if you're doing a lot of hooping, you definitely want to practice both directions. Okay. Because you, you don't want your um, muscles, like if you're like super getting into it, you're like, you know, hooping an hour each day or something. Like uh-huh. you don't want your, your muscles to like develop unevenly. Ooh. Okay. So really go, go both directions and focus on having good form. So like pushing front to back or side to side and trying not to do like the diagonal. Wedding. You feel it, don't you? And I know with I don't the- normally poop in these, this much clothes. With the weighted hula, the directions typically say like, you're not really supposed to, you're supposed to work from starting from like two and a half minutes and work up to 10, but you're not really supposed no. to see 10 because you could bruise. Really? You over here doing 30 minutes or something. I've done more than that. Hour. I did the whole Anderson pack. Was it Malibu? <laughs> but yours yes. isn't weighted, right? Mine yours isn't, so that's why I'm not bruising. But it usually feels easier when I don't I have on all these clothes. Okay. So I'm having to do more work because I have this belt on. Yeah. These layers and these heels. And these heels. <laughs> She's giving you belts. Heels. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, 
Are you saying another, another tip I would say is always, always keep your head up. Versus back and forth. Because I know Don't that slide up. this part of me is so much stronger. Yeah. Your core. My right side is stronger oh, yeah. than my left. Oh, you mean your Yeah. We'll be right back. But is that because that's your dominant side, though? It is. So that's why I was trying to start by, like, um, hooping in the other direction because it feels weird to me. So I can try and get, like, used to that because it, it, doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel normal. This definitely powers. Because which way do you, do you spin this way? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So which way? So I spin to the last part. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I think that's you? where mine is going, to the last. Shani, do you spin to the right or to the left first? Ooh, the right is weird. <laughs> Everyone spins to whatever direction feels natural to them. You know? Yeah. So most people have like a dominant direction and then try to train the other direction too. I think for me, I don't know which one was my dominant. I think to the left is my dominant, but there's like certain tricks I do better. Like when I do leg hooping, uh -huh. It's still way easier for me to go to the right than it is the left. Uh, but with the waist and the shoulders and anything else, I can go both directions. So you're like low key ambidextrous. Go! Oh, I'm in the ambidextrous life. Never tried to. <laughs> we all have our, our paths that we're conquering. <laughs> well, no, actually, I started uh, writing and doing things with my left hand. My dad was like, hey, in Florida, they teach you really? to switch to your right. So I can still write with my left hand. So I do something still with my left hand. But See, I feel awkward. Right. I feel awkward. I feel awkward. Yeah, oh, awkward. my God. Oh, my God. I feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so one more question for you as you give us hula life. Yeah. What would you want people to know about um, you as a hoopologist, roller goddess, creative that they don't know? Already? Fire spinner. Fire spinner, <laughs> all of that. What would you want <laughs> folks to know? They don't know already. I would say... Sweat spots. <laughs> nice. You're fine. <laughs> I would want them to know that hooping is just like a small fraction, not a small fraction, it's a focus, but it's only a part of what I do creatively. So I do visual art, um, I make a moon calendar every year, uh, oh, wow. I do some graphic design and illustration here and there. Okay. Um, it's not my main thing, but it's something I like to do. And uh, I have a website. That's where my online shop is. I don't know if we really covered that. Um, Let's cover that. Yes, I need a hula hoop. Yes. Yeah. Because we're um, going to share, so I'll be sharing with the community where they can yeah. support not only buying the Pan-African hula, but like me, getting a custom hula. If you're really about this life, get yourself yeah. a hula. Make hula hoop yeah. for children. So I'm posting my uh, website in the comment. Okay, perfect. Can I, can yep. I pin it? I, I'm going to try to pin it for you. I am actually the worst pinner in the world. Um, just FYI. 
but I'm definitely going to share it online. Um, we do have a question. Do you make hulas for children? I do. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, okay. I would say email me about that. Um, okay. Cause they usually have smaller sizes and I don't always have those listed on my shop because I sell more of the big ones. Okay. But uh, yeah, I definitely make them for kids. I just had an order today and a woman got like free hoops for her kids. So awesome. I make them all sizes. That would be awesome. Yes, your fellow yogi here is she's um gonna get some for the kids because she teaches children's yoga. That's her specialty. Yeah, they would love that. They would love that. Yes. Awesome sauce. I'm oh, so let me show you let me show you the lunar calendar. Please. That's yes. I was gonna say I don't know what that is. Welcome to everyone who has joined. I've been so engulfed. I have not been able to reach you guys. My bad. Welcome. This has been a fun show. Yes. We are with Shani and Marvelous. Yeah, it's Shawnee. Long A, long A. Oh, perfect. Shawnee. See, I thought it was Shawnee because that sounds black, but I didn't want to assume. Shawnee. So this is the lunar map I created every year. This is a small version of it. This, like, if you order it, it'll come in a tube like this. So I'm doing like a live unboxing, here. unrolling, unrolling. Okay. Yeah. And so the lunar what is the use? What is the use? What does this? What What is it used as like tool wise for those who are not familiar? So it is both um, a calendar and also. Uh, I like to track my moon cycles on it. So this is a brand new one, but for each, it has every single day of the year on here. So if you look real close, wow. there's a date written underneath each one. That's so detailed. Yeah, so it's both decorative art. It's like a cool poster just to have in your room. Um, it lets you know when the moon is full, so maybe... I feel like when I first started making them, it reminded me to go outside more and actually, you know, take in the night sky and uh, mm. go outside when the moon is full. And yeah, just, it helps you get in touch with your body if you do, if you are a person who menstruates. I so was just can... about to say that, like, for me, I'm definitely into that because I'm actually more aligned with the moon. And I didn't realize that. Were we talking about that recently? I think we were. Yeah, like about really she's for me. Girl, she's <laughs> This is her workout in heels. You know, we're fabulous. And she's our representer of that today. Um, but I didn't really um, take note of that until the season of COVID and mm. my creativity and how everything was really starting to align directly with this the moon cycle and i realized because i was doing less traveling and more like introspective work and being still and whatnot i think i came into alignment rightfully so yeah. with like the moon so i since then i've been like very like it's on my calendar do you have you have you considered like some sort of like um app like maybe creating an app based off um, of the that you create it would it would 
would be interesting. Um, I, know, I already know that there are apps out there about it. But mm-hmm. what I also feel is like, I'm not trying to be on my phone that much. <laughs> like, I, like for okay. me, it's like That's having a paper or just actually connecting with the sky and being aware of the sky is like, that's kind of what I need personally. Okay. I just think about the travelers because I'm, I'm normally traveling. Oh, you know what I got for that? I got something. Let me find it. Give me what you got, girl. <laughs> so got. this year, people had been saying that. People were like, man, I wish I could take it with me. Mm-hmm. So what I did, oh, it's not in that planner. It's in the other planner. I have too many planners. Um, I made a foldable version. I mean, I guess you could fold the bigger one, but this is actually a, a smaller size lunar map. That's great. Because I would that's something like I would keep in my journal. Yeah, so this is this is mine that I have in the back of my planner, like in the pocket. Okay. And so it unfolds. Oh no! IG is gonna kick us off. That's it. Don't do it. Do we have like a minute left or something? But yeah, this is the foldable one. Well, we're going to your website. I'm posting about it. Thank you so much for joining. Um, um. Thank you for spending time with us at I Am Gaima, a podcast. It's a shit show out here, y'all. We need each other more than ever. So let's stay connected. Feel free to share, like, and subscribe on various social media platforms. You can find us at I Am Gaima or Gaima Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. For a deeper connection, consider joining the community. Visit gaimashow.com to submit your email and become a part of the monthly conversations. I actually try and send out notes consistently and I respond. Until next time, be intentional about what you listen to and protect your peace.